Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking Arrow as well. So if you are tuning in here to the live show at Mixler.com slash Pottery, you should know that uh, we will be talking not only about this week's episode of The Flash, but also about this week's episode of Arrow as it was a massive crossover event, probably even more of a merging than what we saw last year during the big crossover event. I, of course, am your host, Bo. With me, as always, Mr. Matthew Bell. How you doing tonight, Bell? Fantastic, Mondo. How are you doing? Doing excellent. But hey, you know what? Since we got a kind of a crossover thing going on, we had to kind of cross it over a little bit ourselves. So sitting with me right here, actually in the studio, Mr. Hunter Camp of Arrow TV Talk. Flaro TV Talk. Yeah, not that. Flaro. <laughs> I don't, you know, the Flaro thing is, uh, I mean, it's been widely accepted at this point. I mean, I think a, a large... Uh, percentage of the family uh the fan community is kind of using the flaro wordage but i just i'm just not a fan it's fun to say it is it is fun to say i don't know it just sounds weird to me it does sound weird i just can't get behind it but i think most of the uh the combination names sound weird so yeah i mean it's just part of the uh part of the charm right yes yes all right i can get behind that i guess well we've got a great show of course for you tonight here talking about these uh, two colossal episodes and without, you know, normally we have kind of our segments. I think probably tonight it's primarily going to be uh, diving into both these episodes. But that being said, the, the rundown. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, Vandal Savage arrives in Central City looking to kill Priestess Shiera, who turns out to be Kendra, though she's not aware of it at first. Barry goes uh, to Star City and enlists the help of Oliver and his team to protect Kendra until they can stop Savage. The team is visited by Malcolm Merlin, who informs them that Savage is an immortal who can't be stopped. Later, Kendra is kidnapped by a winged man, but is rescued by Barry and Oliver, who capture her captor. The man is Carter Hall, who tells them that he was Prince Khufu in ancient Egypt, and that he and Kendra are soulmates who have been connected for 4,000 years. The pair are destined to die, be reborn, and find each other in each lifetime. Carter also reveals that Vandal has killed them in the last 206 lifetimes, each time growing stronger. Vandal locates the Staff of Horus, a weapon capable of killing Carter and Kendra in Central City. After Kendra unlocks her abilities, the team decides to regroup in Central City to take down Vandal for good. Meanwhile, Caitlin and Harrison create a serum that will increase Barry's speed temporarily so that he can defeat Zoom. And Bell, what happened on Arrow? Well, part two of the epic crossover with The Flash. Oliver and Barry Allen take Kendra Saunders and Carter Hall to a remote location to keep them hidden from Vandal Savage while they figure out how to defeat him. Malcolm arranges a meeting between Vandal, Green Arrow, and The Flash that doesn't go quite as planned. Meanwhile, Felicity, Thea, Diggle, and Laurel work with Team Flash to come up with a weapon powerful enough to destroy Vandal Savage. First, right off the bat, one of the things that I loved about this crossover, and uh, it was actually made very clear by Greg Berlanti, they intentionally tried to create over on The Flash a very Arrow-like feel and approach uh, whereas, of course, on the, the Arrow version, it was very much more Flash-like, a lot more brighter on Arrow, a lot more darker on on, uh, on the Flash. And, of course, you know, both episodes took place in each other's primary cities. Uh, did you pick up on that, Bell? The, the, the tonality differences between them? Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, not as much because I, I haven't seen as much Arrow and I'm, I'm still, you know, like halfway through season two. Uh, not season. Yeah, season two. Yeah. Uh, so like I haven't because I know the tone kind of changes in Arrow from season to season. And so I know season. What is it? Four. We're now in four. Yeah, that one's supposed to be a lot lighter than, say, season three. But mm. I don't know where season two falls in with that. So I I did not notice. I will say that. Well, for me, man, I mean, I, it seemed like there was almost kind of like a green hue over on the flash. Whereas on this last episode of Arrow, it seemed like there was kind of a goldeny. Uh, right type overtones what about you hunter what'd you pick up on i, I definitely agree with that i i feel like the it still had the humor in flash and lacked more humor it was more action-based in arrow um but as far as the tonality and as far, far as 
like even cinematography to how the how the scenes were shot. It was more flash based in Arrow, and it was more Arrow based in Flash. That is accurate. Okay, so the premise. Good that, job. So the premise that we got on this uh, on this crossover, what really kind of kicked things off is you know we've got this character of Kendra who has been a love interest for the last forty eight hours for our boy Vibe, and. Uh, <laughs> And so all or or in the universe, what like a couple weeks? Uh, I don't know. It seemed it st- wasn't like that. Technically, their first official date that we pick up uh, this this episode on. Well, no, because there wasn't an episode last week, so they've been dating at least like two weeks. Mm, okay, fair enough. I, I I didn't. I I was under the impression that this was still like you know first date round two or three at this point, mm-hmm. but I could I be wrong. Because they know, tried maybe. the movies. They tried the movies. That's right. And then that didn't work. And then they did the movie at the coffee shop, right? Yeah. And so I'm not sure. If oh, that's a good point. I forgot yeah. about that. All right. So, all right. So this is, they're, they're getting on up there. They've got a couple of dates. They're at the, the hand holding and the yeah. making out. Yeah. Uh, but he knows her so well. He knows that she was a good person. It's like he's known her oh, her yeah. whole life. Whole, whole life. The entirety <laughs> of it. Oh, well, yes. Her whole lifetime on the show. Well, that's now that's that true. that is fair. That is very yeah. fair. You know, actually, I thought about it. You know, given especially the fact that uh, Kendra ended up being kind of the the driving force for this crossover and and kind of what would ultimately lead to be the Legends of Tomorrow show, I, I'm I'm surprised we didn't get a chance to spend more time building her character up this season rather than actually like Firestorm. You know, in the earlier half of the season, we spent like two or three episodes dealing with Firestorm. I feel like we could have cut that in half and spent that time really kind of laying the groundwork so that Kendra and Cisco doesn't seem, I'll go ahead and say it, kind of forced. Yeah, it's been a weird buildup, totally. Because you, you think about, even in po- after this episode, you would think more of the characters for Legends would have shown up. You know, you would think there would be more building, especially with, you know, uh, Rip Hunter showing, showing up like that you would think that would happen. Well, you know, yeah. time travel does play a, uh, a significant does. factor in the, in the latter part of the, the second um, episode of this crossover for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, you know, we, we have gotten a lot of these characters established on both flash and arrow, but the Hawks really were kind of the driving factor here. Um, when boyfriend Hawk Hawk man uh, pops up on the scene, uh, he was kind of killing my vibe. Yeah. What'd yeah. you say, Bell? Yeah, he, he more like Hawk douche. Oh. Instead of Hawk man. Well, I mean, I think that's a fair assessment. I, you know, so you were shipping he, he Cisco wasn't exactly and uh, being like a, a yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you have to, right? I mean, at this point, it, Cisco keeps on getting burnt. Like, yeah, I feel bad for him. I know he cannot catch a break. Yeah. This is like what builds a supervillain. Like, <laughs> you know, constantly. Yeah, evil, like complete genius has all of this tech. I mean, he even has kind of this uh, superpower built in and uh, facing constant rejection. Oh yeah. And Harrison Wells is the only one that accepts him. Oh man, yeah. you know Harrison Wells, and well, the original, well, the original Harrison Wells never had the opportunity to meet him in order to kill him. But the Eobard Thawne, who was impersonating that Harrison Wells, did kill him. Uh, so for all intents and purposes, sure. But here's the thing: in the Flash episode, <laughs> I like your semantics. Here. <laughs> no, dude, I'm you know you know how I am with this. I'm very particular. Yeah, I know, I know. Very serious. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you got to you got to keep up with this. If you're not if you're not you know paying attention at home, kids, I can send you a pamphlet. I got this all drawn out. I, I'm looking at it. I'm I'm literally looking at it right now. It's there on the wall. Go. There's a spreadsheet. Yeah. Well, it, you know, I'm sure it's up. I'm sure the writers' room they've got all this mapped out. <laughs> no, man. All right. So here's the deal. Uh, we got in the first episode of this crossover in the episode of the Flash. Uh, a not only did we get you know our full cast of Flash characters, including by the way the return of Jay Garrick. We also got almost every single character that has ever been on Arrow ever, except for Roy and Laurel. I don't think Laurel showed up, right? No, Laurel showed up. Mm, she showed up in the second episode, but I don't think she was in the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the uh, the episodes as a whole. No, no, but no. yes, in the first episode, there was no Laurel, I don't believe. No, they even, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, at the very end of the episode when they decided they were all going to take a, uh, you know, the... Uh, the red eye over to Star City, they decided that, you know, oh, well, this is great because Laurel's over there visiting her grandmother. So we're going to call her up and everything's going to be kosher. We kind of had every yeah. active Arrow cast member. Uh, is Malcolm active? He's pseudo active. I think he he showed up a couple of weeks ago to tell Thea that it's time to get your bloodlust on. Baby. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. But I, even that seems a little... It was ridiculous. Did, did, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Did, did, did he show up to exposition ex machina? Yeah, yes, pretty much. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's what he does, right? That's yeah, what that's, he's done since season one. Right. No, it's great. Yeah. Um, but no, so I, I was actually very shocked that Malcolm showed up at all. 
Um, and the fact, of course, that he plays a significant role in the very tail end to potentially set up Legends. I mean, has Malcolm, is that confirmed that he's in Legends of Tomorrow? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? I don't I don't know, but what did he say when he's putting the ashes in the We don't know. We were he's trying like, to figure that out, too. It's time to join your buddy. Hang on. I, yeah, he said something like that, right? Yeah. It's something. Re- You'll be there for your buddy. Which I'm pretty like, sure is not it. what he said. No, but it's, it's exactly yeah, it's what it exactly sounds like. I, I rewound it like five or six times. I looked at his lips, tried to lip read. Like I, I couldn't figure out what he was saying. Hang on, I'm pulling up the Twitter because right before we went live, I did actually ask that question. If if anybody caught, you know, do do are you able to like transcribe on the screen? Uh oh, I could have turned on closed captioning. Ah, fail. All right. Well, once we Hulu it back again, I'm sure we'll uh we'll be able to get it then. But yeah, okay. So one way or the other, Malcolm is in league with Vandal Savage. As of now, it seems like it. Was he previously? I don't know. He was scared of him. Well, but I mean, like, do we believe everything that we got from Malcolm? You know, like, I feel like the real Malcolm is who you get when nobody else is around. Right. But we have to also assume that Malcolm is only Ra's al Ghul as an immortal sort of recently. Like, he wasn't going into the Lazarus pit for well, know, right. All that time. With, I thought that the Lazarus Pit. I mean, spoilers, of course, if you're not following Arrow. But uh, didn't they pour some? So like uh, me? No, I'm saying like in the past. Like in the past, he wasn't taking you know do you, Lazarus so, baths or swimming in the Lazarus. Well, so Lazarus? far, so far yeah. as we know, so far Bathurst. as we know, one way or the other. I mean, like you know. So, uh, so here's the question: Is Roz's slash Malcolm slash Marlena, whatever you want to call him, is his interest in Vandal Savage? Is that tied to wanting to reboot the Lazarus Pit? Given that he's an immortal. I think that makes more sense than them being in league together. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they had well, that question at the end, Bell, about, you know, does this mean that the Hawks now are immortal and he comes back? I mean, where, where do you kind of see that that going? I don't know, but one of Pineapple in the chat said that uh, Malcolm said, now you owe me a favor. Oh, is that what he said? That didn't sound like now that. Now you he owe said. me a favor, buddy. He said buddy. I know he said buddy. I heard buddy too. Yeah, we all heard buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. Pal, now, you buddy. Me, now you owe me a favor, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. I I bet it I bet it has to do with rebooting the Lazarus Fit. It's got bet. to you. Yeah. It's got to you. All right. So the cool thing about uh, Vandal Savage and what they did in this uh, in the Arrow version of this episode is they kind of tied his origin story with the Hawks. Um, you know, there's the whole thing about the meteors coming down and, you know, you may see that, especially if you're more, uh, television inclined than comic books inclined and, and tied to kind of the, uh, you know, the Smallville of a couple of years ago, meteor shower means kryptonite, right? Not in this case. In fact, you know, at first I was kind of wondering Thanagarian something or another, which very well may be the case. Uh, but this idea of a meteor giving Vandal Savage, his immortality is actually very much tied to uh, a, a comic book origin of Vandal Savage. Now, he's had several, um, but I mean, I, one thing that kind of uh, sticks in my mind is actually this idea that uh, a, a meteor comes down and a Cro-Magnum man gets over to the meteor, absorbs this radiation, suddenly starts standing upright and kind of evolves beyond everyone else. And uh, and eventually, of course, you know, we find out that that, that Cro-Magnum becomes Vandal Savage, this immortal person. Uh, who has that's kind of not this, how this works. That's not how, that's not how it is. This works, <laughs> guys. I did science, and this is so science. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they they changed it a bit. They put him in Egypt instead of uh, at the uh, beginning of uh, you know man's kind of evolution. However, uh, I mean that was specifically to kind of tie them to this more mythological uh, origin for the hawks. Now they mentioned nth metal which would imply that there is also some sort of Thanagarian ties to it. And if you don't know what I mean by Thanagarian, uh, you know, the Hawks, Hawkman, Hawk girl, Hawkwoman, whatever you want to call her, they, their origins have been different for different eras of the comics. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the original golden age was actually much more mythology based. Uh, whereas in the silver age of comics, they kind of sci-fied it up a bit and made them aliens. Uh, yeah. Hunter camp can probably uh, hold us accountable here. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think my, my Hawk knowledge is, is very limited because, honestly, to me, the Hawks are pretty much like fly and die, and that's all they do. Fly and die. That's all they do is fly and die. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I, I haven't read super a whole lot on the Hawks. Sometimes they're cool. They haven't been cooler than Hawk Girl in Justice League. So, the movie, or the TV show. Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, animated Justice League, Hawk Girl was awesome. And then 
beyond that, my interest in the Hawks kind of tapers out. Well, it's, a, it's such a great thing they did in that show with the Thanagarian invasion of yeah, Earth. And, yeah. and, you know, potentially there's a, you know, they may be lying the groundwork there, even in a Legends of Tomorrow, where yeah. we see a potential future in which the Thanagarians have come and, and you know, conquered the world. How cool right. would that be? That would be very cool. So, yeah, it'd, it'd be interesting to see. But, I mean, what from what my knowledge, it, what you're saying sounds sounds correct. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, I think it may have been a little bit later um, than super early Golden Age moving in, but now we're all over the that's map. Semantics. Now we're all over the map, which is kind of you know par for the course with Flash TV talk. But but you know one thing that I wanted to bring up is you know they they bring Jay back into the equation, and it's been episodes after episodes without seeing Jay. Uh, and it, it almost seemed like he was kind of you know you had Jay, you had Harrison Wells, and you had Caitlin off on their little side quest while everybody else was kind of doing their thing. Yeah, but that's going to be a huge part of what's going to happen. Well, and that's the thing. Their side quest was actually kind of the main Flash storyline, which is this idea that they are trying to create this drug, which is called... Speed. Well, Velocity 6. However, yeah, I was was thinking like, you got to call it speed? (laughs) (laughs) Because drugs are bad, okay? Uh, uh, no, seriously though, uh, this velocity six uh, comic book ties. I meant to actually do some research before we went live. Um, sort of. And it sounds but, super comic booky. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't know if it's the same name, but it's Johnny quick on earth three as a part of the crime syndicate would shoot up the drugs for his speed force take. Oh, that's right. So that's, that, okay, and, yeah. and there's, uh, you know the whole Jesse Quick being um, Wells's daughter, right? Thing. So they're kind of making him into Johnny Quick in one way, shape, or form. So maybe this is something we're going to get. Maybe we're going to get the Crime Syndicate version. Do you think? Well, I mean, was, was the drug actually called Velocity Six? Though I don't remember if it was named that or not, but it was essentially the same, you know, serum. So you think that we're going to get Johnny Quick? Hey, buddy, but in Jay Garrick firm form. Well, not Jay Garrick. But Harrison well, I, Wells. Wait, say that again. The the reason the reason that, that, that I'm saying this is Harrison Wells' uh, daughter is Jesse Quick. Right. So having Johnny Quick be the you know Johnny Quick is the father of Jesse Quick. Whole lot of you know confusion on alternate Earths here, but crime syndicate version of Johnny Quick is the given speed force in my arm. All right, I'm about to blow your minds. You ready for this? So Velocity yeah. Nine is actually there from the is. comics, and do you know who uh, who developed Velocity Nine? None Barry Allen. Vandal Savage. There you go. Oh, really? Yes. There you go. Created a serum in which to give the uh, the user super speed. So right. comes complete full circle. Very meta. Love that they layered that in. Uh, and it, it makes total sense, especially with the quick reference as well, yeah. with what we can potentially see with Jesse. Uh, now, here's my question to you. Bell, do you think that Jay, do you think that Velocity 6 will end up being the thing that gives Jay back his powers? Uh, you know, I don't know because it. I don't think so. Because I, it looked like he was under a lot of duress and a lot of stress when he was using his powers there to, you know, phase the bullet out. We so anti afterwards. Oh, go ahead. Do, wait, what? Well, he's just so very much against it. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I want to say that was the drug causing him a lot of, you know, stress or something like that. And then once it was, I, I think, I think it's 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 worn off of him oh yeah well but i guess what i'm saying is do you think it's going to play a fact i mean it has to right i mean they they wouldn't have brought it up at this point and had that exchange about you know don't ever make me take that again or or something of that nature at the end of the episode um jay has had dealings with some sort of drug-induced speed of some kind maybe that was velocity five well or could it be that velocity whatever was actually created zoom Yes, I mean it could velocity be velocity yeah. x. Yeah, right? there's there's a lot there's a lot of what ifs and could be's here. Well, and, think about that's that. Definitely, that's definitely something that's that's valid. Right. I mean, there's this whole idea that that Wells created Zoom or is at least responsible for Zoom. And right. I mean, we've all been assuming that that's because of the particle accelerator on Earth too. What if uh, him experimenting with these drugs with these velocities maybe even using some of uh you know jay's blood or or access to jay's speed force or something of that nature uh what if that is what created zoom and kind of mutated into this death-like speedster right so that's interesting because yeah you know we all assume the particle accelerator explosion that happened underground is what gave you know created zoom but uh you know harrison wells 
uh, even the the Eobard, well, yeah, even the Eobard Harrison was talking about how the particle accelerator is going to change lives, change science, uh, and change all this kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah, presumably he could be using whatever technology or whatever energy source or whatever stuff the particle accelerator created to, you know, do experiments on people. And then, yeah, he was like, oops, I made zoom. <laughs> right. But I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm starting to think it wasn't the explosion that he was doing something mm. pseudo nefarious slash unethical. And then he was like, Oh no, I've made an accident <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's zoom everywhere now. Zoom everywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's right. That's why we need uh, it's speedy quick. Jesse, come check this out. I don't know. That's that's yeah. bad. I'm into it. Why does Jay know about Velocity Six? Well, it seemed like that he was doing some sort of testing with with Jay before, possibly um, to try to stop, and that was the attempt to try to stop Zoom. Hmm. You know, on Earth Two, and that's probably what cost him his powers. Hmm. That's my interpretation of it. Okay. So basically. Uh, Wells did some sort of tests with Jay to try to make him faster so they could stop Zoom, and that was the last fight that they had before he wound up on Earth One without powers. Hmm. Is that what you're That's saying? That's the assumption on my on my behalf. That's what I think is probably. Yeah, because he clearly has some kind of history with it, right? Right. I mean, uh, or or, or maybe I don't know though, because like his when he's talking about using when when Wells is talking about using the serum, Jay goes on to the spiel about how the Speed Force is a living entity and and. Uh, you know, he, he, he laid some some speed force knowledge on us right. and saying that it's like it's it's not that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> no, you know, that, that's that's kind of what he was saying. That, yes. like, the synthetic speed force is like a bad thing. Now, the synthetic speed force could have been developed as a result of Jay Garrick. And that was where the testing came from. Not necessarily. Testing oh, OK. With- Hang on. I got an idea. All right. We've talked about before on the podcast that. Harrison Wells and and all right, Earth Two Harrison Wells and Jay have kind of a Superman Lex Luthor dynamic to them. What if yeah. Zoom and by way of potentially Velocity Six or Five Four, whatever it was, what if Zoom was actually uh, Harrison Wells? Like, what if what if he's the Bizarro? Bizarro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> where he's kind of this warped clone. It was supposed to be this kind of counter to the flash, which was Jay of that, of that earth. But in turn, it kind of went twisted and it went bizarro. And so instead we got yeah. zoom this rival it, of Jay Garrick. Yeah. So the particle accelerator explodes and Wells didn't create Jay Garrick. The explosion did. And so Wells is like, I want to create science too. And so he tries to make a speedster mm. Screws up real bad, and then we have Zoom everywhere again. Or, or even could be a jealousy thing, right? Like, there's this, this, you know, he's supposed to, he's the greatest scientific mind of his world, and then this guy comes around who could just run really fast. Who, by the way, is also a scientist, so also a scientific mind. It's a jeal, it's that 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 rivalry slash jealousy thing again that kind of points to the the Lex Luthor Superman deal, and so it may even be that he was developing Velocity 6, maybe not even for a Bizarro-type character, but maybe to give himself speed. That's where I think we go back into the Johnny Quick thing from, right. from Earth 3. Um, that's how I see it playing out in the long run, is that this Harrison Wells is going to get, uh, you know, go more into like developing different velocities and end up you know, giving himself constant speed power. And that also, you know, from a technical standpoint, from a behind-the-scenes standpoint... It makes sense because you give that ability to that actor to play a straight up villain again, which he is so good at. He is good at, but I don't want to see him play Harrison Wells villain. I want him to see play him Eobard Thawn villain. That's who I want to right, see. Right, but getting Johnny Quick, like giving him that character to go to, that's not I mean, it's it's di- obviously very different, but it's still similar enough. Sure, 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 sure. It it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, so you know, one way or the other the whole zoom kind of looms over everything that's going on, not just because of these potential connections with the drug, but because Barry is still suffering from his last interaction with zoom. So throughout this episode, and in fact, the, the kind of the thing that kicks off with Kendra and everything else is that Barry feels they need to actually go and recruit team arrow to kind of come in and help them in protecting her. Now he says it under the guise of their dealing with magic, which is outside of their wheelhouse. I'm kind of inclined to think that it's actually because he realizes that he's only running at about half power. I I didn't like the fact that they stuck a number on on his speed. I understand they need to because they need to show the audience that he's progressing. Oh, he 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 only run at Mach two. Now he can run at Mach six. 
And so he's 3x improvement. But the fact of the matter is uh, we know Barry can move faster than that. Uh, we've seen it, although they haven't explicitly stated it, but there's that one, uh, the, the weather wizard episode where the, mm-hmm. the lightning bolt comes through the car and he zooms in oh, and right, pulls yeah. out Joe. Yeah. 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 Lightning travels at over 200,000 miles an hour. And that lightning looked like it was basically a standstill, which would mean that Barry would be having to move substantially faster than 200,000 miles an hour in order for that lightning to look like it wasn't moving. I, I so, love podcasting with you, now, buddy. Now, now, Bell, I don't know if you've watched the show before, but there's this <laughs> thing called OMG Science <laughs> that they base everything off of. So, just saying. No, but that's... Sorry, I had to be Captain Buzzkill. No, not at all, man. I, I love that. Those uh, little uh, flash facts, Bell flat facts for you are the best, man. That's great. No, but... So just, like, just like how Betamax uh, wasn't invented until a month or wasn't released to the public in Japan until a month after this dude recorded a video on Betamax. I want to yeah, play trivia travel. with you somewhere. <laughs> I just feel like we should play trivia. Um, yeah, no, man. Look, here's the no, deal. No, granted, it could have been a reel-to-reel film that transferred to Betamax. I don't know, but well, I'm just saying. I, okay, for, it looked like a VHS, for one thing. I know that you confirmed that that was, in fact, Betamax, but Felicity doesn't exactly just have, like, a Betamax converter sitting around next to her laptop. Everybody That's does. what was hilarious. <laughs> No, it was it was an old farmhouse. So, oh, look, it just so happens to have a Betamax yes. player that, by the way, she can plug into her laptop because right. that technology is so easily readily available. Guys, time travel. There you go. We're going to talk about time travel in a minute. I know you're saying that as a solution <laughs> to this situation, but uh, one way or the other. Uh, yeah. So, all right. They do recruit, of course, Team Arrow. There's a lot of great dynamics. They start off with the great um, uh, kind of reception in Ali and, uh, and Felicity's condo. And, uh, you know, have kind of a, a nice little moment to enjoy one another's company. Well, they do the super serious one part first where they're like, hey, what is she? Who, who is this person? And why did you bring her and tell her who I was? Wait, yeah. What, what, and they're like, we need to have drinks, Oliver. Didn't Barry call yeah. Oliver? Wait, what happened? Somebody called him somebody in front of somebody else. No, no, that Cisco was, that was called, when Cisco. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. And it's like, Barry's like, dude. It's like, <laughs> Cisco, dude. <laughs> Like let's go hang out with Oliver. It's like no, Star City. It's fine. She's gonna be a hero anyway. It's fine. It's fine. I had a vibe. She had wings. It was neat. (laughs) Let's just move on. uh, That I know the the Flash type deal can. uh, Maybe that'll help out Cisco in the future with the ladies. Like like Cisco probably not. Like no 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 Barry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Right. She's an angel. Uh, I've seen the angel wings. She's got to be good. She's like no 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 Cisco. I'm the angel of death. Uh, yeah. You shouldn't have told me who he is. Now I'm going to kill him, and you're all screwed. <laughs> yeah, and it just backfire. Well, I was going to say that um, that maybe you know if, if Cisco you know used that whole I know the the Flash line with the ladies, maybe that would help him out. Of course, we see uh, at the very tail end of this entire series, it definitely helps you out with your children. But at this rate, I don't think yeah. Cisco is going to be having any children for a long time. That's <laughs> no, going to be a while. I'm okay. sorry, buddy. Yeah, hang in there. Super, future supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, syndrome, basically. Oh yeah, a little bit. Caitlin does get, uh, yeah, she her relationship with Jay is strained. Uh, of course, you know, there's been some kind of uh, some people have gotten behind the Jay Caitlin relationship, some not so much. I'm I'm liking her a lot more this season. We we haven't gotten much of her this season. I feel like we like the parts that she's had have been far superior, far superior to. Um, what she had in season one because season one it was just like oh I'm pining over my dead boyfriend thing and uh, then no, this not, one it's not, just I, been more science oriented I'm just saying overall I, I disagree I, I don't think that that was too heavily laid on in the first season uh, I mean you know the, of course those were there that was part of her who her character was right. and is um, but no I don't I don't think they it wasn't Felicity pining over Oliver no it wasn't to the ex- no right. it wasn't nearly to the extent right, as right, right, season right. three Felicity. <laughs> But of course, if that's the standard, then you know. yeah, I'm saying <laughs> that's like you've got Felicity, you know, overreacting, and then Felicity right pining, and then those two things are like at the top of the stratosphere, and then everything else is like just normal. I'm really hoping in the second half of this season we get a really killer uh, story storyline for Caitlin. I'm hoping we do the Killer Frost thing. I mean, pun intended. Yeah, of course. Yeah, maybe a maybe a. Frosty, I don't know. This is bad. Now I'm stopping. That's probably for yeah, the best. Like, I'll go Look, you're on our show. We do the puns here, sir. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So this is great. They uh, so Caitlin, of course, we do. You know, the great thing about the Caitlin and, and Harrison and uh, and uh, Jay, of course, Jay. I, I should make mention of it before I move completely off of them. 
uh, get gets a chance to do the whole Neo Trinity thing. Yeah, <laughs> you like that? With Which the okay, so that 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 whole situation. <laughs> Omg, science, bring it, Bell. So so there there was a bullet in his uh, brachial artery. No, not brachial artery. It was a yeah, it was a brachial artery. I think, which is one of the you know one of the ones that goes to your lungs. Well, if something right? was so that's broken. A, that's a real big artery, and if a bullet pierces that, you're going to bleed out in like seconds. Uh, but it seems like the bullet was like in the thing, in, in the artery, like clogging it up, <laughs> so, that, so that he's not you know bleeding into his chest, right? Uh, so that when Jay m- removes it, I don't know how Caitlin sealed up the hole fast enough for him not to just immediately just bleed out and die. All right. Let's talk about how the bullet got there. Yes. Okay. Because I so your I, predictions on Twitter are true. I knew this would be true. Bell, she should not have shot him. At the very least, she shouldn't have taken a kill shot. Well, that's that's kind of the point of a gun. Uh, we had a situation where Joe almost killed a dude that had no that that was innocent, and in this situation, we have another cop killing an innocent Earth Two person. And I'm just telling you, man, you can't keep shooting these Earth Two people. It's not they are people too. Okay. Well, Cops, so right? so here's the deal, right? Like that whole situation was bad for her from the get go uh, because she wasn't let in on the stuff. So yeah, okay, all right, no, that's that. no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> that's the that. you're right, you're right, and we'll talk about that. But but first, I mean, let's just. Why was it okay for her to, to to shoot and kill Harrison Wells? I guess she thought he was a zombie or a murderer. Sure. But <laughs> like yeah, she like, thought he had a weapon. He didn't have a weapon, but just because she thought it. So it was well, fine. He had so a she gun. Well, no, he had like he a glue had a gun. It. it was like a glue it, gun. It was, it was a stapler. It was a, it was a medicine gun or something. It was a stapler. A, all right, fine. Regardless, it was not something that could harm her in any form or fashion. What she, all right. If she's going to take the shot, shouldn't she at least take like the leg shot? No, not yes. at all. Yes, that's 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 not how that works. Like the the, the point. So what she should have done if she's trying if she's trying to not kill him and subdue him, she should have used something non-lethal like a taser or something else. You don't you don't use the gun to just like, okay. maim people. Okay, that's not that's not what you're supposed to do. Fine, fine, fine. Then all right, like that, that, the gun's supposed to be a last resort, right? It's like she used I'm it as a first die. resort. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the situation that she was in, I don't know. I probably would have done the same thing. Oh, Patty lost a lot of props with me this episode, man. That was not cool. Now, in all fairness, you are right. If if she was aware of what, if, if they had just told her a little bit about what was going on, none of this would have happened. That's true. Because she's sitting there saying, okay, this guy's a murderer uh, who is supposed to be dead, who is not dead, and he's going into this building. So, so I'm going to go in there and hunt him down and kill him. Yeah, well, like she the, where does she get the right to do backup. that? Like, where does she get the right to go and hunt him down and shoot him? Yeah, she trespassed. Like, that, your, that ba- your badge doesn't give you well, the authority Well, I mean, I mean to... at this point, is it trespassing? I mean, I feel like that uh, at this point, there's Star Labs is pretty much public property. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a revolving door. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a bunch of funny memes out there and bits about the security in Star Labs. And, uh, you know, here's the thing, because everybody keeps on saying about the locks and such. Star Labs, for that facility, they're grossly understaffed. Yeah, there's nobody there. Like, like who's who's watching the door? I mean, honestly. Yeah. And what was Patty doing just hanging outside of Star Labs anyway? If she was, it was, uh, it was on her beat. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, really. She she was around that area She's for like, some reason, right? I'm talking on the phone and I'm looking for Barry. Well, okay. for some reason, uh, Wells. Maybe they're supposed to meet up or something. Yeah. Right. And Wells kind of leaves in like a shady sort of way, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it it's. There's a lot of protocol that she broke there, which I wouldn't expect her character to do. Here's what I'm going to say. This is all I'm going to say about it. You know that the Earth One, who they thought was Harrison Wells, they spent an entire season doing everything they could to bring him in alive. Then Earth Two, Harrison Wells comes in, they shoot him, first chance they get. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, well, but that's, no. That's <laughs> No, it's a meta narrative, Bell. It's a meta narrative. Get the- it is not a meta. Everything is a meta narrative. Holy crap! I'm, Literally everything is a meta narrative. I'm making it a meta narrative. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. So here's the deal. They should have told Patty. We we've said this a thousand times. When we get back to Flash and full on Flash without the Arrow crossover, uh, surely they're gonna. I mean, they have to address this with Patty. She has now seen and shot and almost killed an, an Earth two you know individual. And I think did Caitlin even actually get her get a chance to kind of explain what was going on? Well, she said that not to call the cops because, you know, that's going to be bad. Just get Joe on the phone. And I think that's that's all that they uh, talked about. Okay, so they didn't actually explain, you know, giant, you know, 
street sharks were from earth Two or anything like that no okay well they're gonna have to have she a conversation with that about barry's got to tell her right like that's that's the dramatic part or joe honestly i think that joe has every right to tell her too at this point yeah but they're dating uh, right you can't keep secrets but they're partners She's partners with Joe. Right. Doesn't the whole, you know, but partners se- before boyfriends kind of come into it? Secrets in a relationship. Um, that's that's yeah, the whole that's the thing. Yeah, that's we're, the we're, theme here. There, yeah. <laughs> there being an alternate earth in the sky is a little bit different from I've got a secret kid and a secret family, which, by the way, that's not Connor Hawk. What's not Connor Hawk? I, so I, Con- I mean, I don't disagree with you. I'm but. jumping ahead over to Arrow. Uh, all, again, all over the map here. But, uh, you know, last time they actually did a crossover is when we first got introduced to this uh, child, uh, at least on screen anyway, um, that is uh, of Oliver Queen and this girl whose name, did we get her name? Yes, but I don't. I can't recall what it was in there. Um, there was a story bell in, in uh, Arrow where you find out that earlier in uh, pre-Island Arrow's life, uh, he conceived a child that he didn't know about. His mom did, and his mom paid off uh, the girl to basically go and have a life and, and have the kid, but never let Oliver know that he has this kid. And um, she takes the money, although we learned this in these episodes that she doesn't actually cash in the money. Um, which I mean, she could at very least she could have donated to charity. She could have invested. In it. I would have made a copy of it. Yeah. And cashed it. And then like, Look, I never cashed it. Right. <laughs> Just uh, take the moral high ground and the money. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Um, but, uh, but one way or the other, man, Ollie has a kid who's obsessed with the flash. That's hilarious. Oh, it's, it's just, you know, I love Oliver being all jelly. I actually, actually kind of, uh, handled that quite well. I thought. Yeah. He handled as well as he handled Captain Cold. Dude, I, I, I was I was hoping he was gonna like pull an action figure out of of Green Arrow and be like, "Hey, this guy's a whole lot cooler yeah. than the Flash." <laughs> I mean, you may live in Central City, but I mean, if you ever come to Star City, this guy's really neat. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that should be that should be his next dad visit. Like, you know, to come in with like all a bunch of Arrow stuff. I heard you like heroes. Mm. Yeah. Your seasons one through three on DVD, you know, catch up with what I've been doing. Uh, here's oh, some posters. Yet, here's just seasons one and two. I'll take that one back and uh, mm-hmm. just watch those. They're great. No, it'll be good. <laughs> it's like he might have killed several people, but he changed. It's, and it's okay now. It's totally yeah, fine. Like, he totally killed everybody. And Murder's totally like, fine after, you know, you yeah, just give up doing it. As long as you decide that you don't want to do it anymore, <laughs> then it's okay. I, th- like, I, think, I think what it is is if you kill a few people, you're irredeemable. But if you kill, you know, 30 plus people, there, you can change because you've killed so many people. You've taken so many lives that you're able to, like, take fragments of those lives and, mm-hmm. and reconstitute a new life for yep. yourself. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I never missed that. That's how murder works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So so here's a question that we had that's uh, just for kind of fun. Captain Cold, can he sue for likeness rights? Well, I'm assuming that he actually gets paid for it. I mean, if he did, then he wouldn't be going around knocking over banks. No, he's got to do that for his dad. Plus, Hold couldn't on. they? There was. There's a Captain oh, no, Cold that's... action figure. Yeah. It like literally in the show, in the universe, yeah. there's a Captain Cold action figure. I mean, hypothetically, Oliver's son or fake son or whatever we're going to call this, um, he might have a 3D printer and the technology to make his own action Yeah, figures. let's not assume that. But. Yeah. just. Just imagine, but but seriously, Captain Cold has killed people. Like we've seen him murder on screen. Now he ha- he hasn't in a while, which as we just discussed means yeah. it's fine. Yeah, totally cool. <laughs> but but he has killed people. So there is some company out there manufacturing action figures based off of a wanted murderer. Would it be like a Bonnie and Clyde action figure set or something like that? Well, but but not or, or like a Charles Manson doll, which does exist, right? But now well, that's right. They do, but not like then. Well, I mean, he killed well, somebody like, like less a, than a year ago. We're in a much different world now. Yeah, <laughs> back in the seventies, like <laughs> yeah, murder is forgivable in this universe. Sure, yeah, no, yeah, it is. I mean, I mean it, no, it is. clearly it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, this this is fair. I, but I mean, that's the, that's the same idea as like a villain. Like, even though it's fake, like you know, a Joker action figure that somebody would have. Like, he's killed lots of people and. Uns- unspeakable things but kids still play with those toys i just I, mean? I just see captain cold wentworth miller's version of the character like wanting to find out about that and me like i'm an action figure yeah. i'm gonna call my <laughs> lawyer and sue for the likeness rights <laughs> you know what i mean wasn't like there, wasn't there an episode of justice league unlimited about that where the flash uh right with maxwell lord um, yeah 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 basically he was selling out and uh selling uh oh gosh energy bars and he got the flash van and all that kind of good stuff oh yeah 
It was fun. Oh yeah, that's right. And in the commercial, now that I, you're, you're getting me there, uh, in the commercial, it was him fighting costumed versions of Mirror Master, the Trickster, and um, I think Heatwave, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. It's like, how do I stay so fast with something, something energy bars? I still think that like it's probably Captain Cold's idea to make these toys in the first place. He's like, I know what Barry Allen looks like. Makes the toys and makes a bunch of money now. Yeah, the recent thing. Yeah, mind you, yeah. a recent thing. But we'll be but, seeing more Captain Cold in, in the near future. We'll talk about that a little bit later. You mean tomorrow? Uh, not that near of future. Legends of Iris was in the episode, right? And her dad. Where were the no. Wests? Were the Wests in were. this episode? I don't remember them in it. Uh, I, I think they're still deciding not to tell each other stuff that they probably should tell each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Secrets. Speaking of secret sons, yeah. And also. Why? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Oliver lies all the time. Why didn't he just lie to the mother of his child and be like, "Yeah, I won't tell Felicity," and then tell Felicity? Oh, I know, yeah. right? That was because the obvious play. Yeah, it's not, it's not like Felicity is going to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go tell her that you told me because I can't believe you'd be so distrustful." <laughs> well, now Oliver, like Oliver, season four is like. I'm going to maybe keep a couple of secrets, but I'm not going to try to lie as much. Oliver season four is very yes, dear. Yeah, it is. He is very, very domestic arrow. Yeah. Domestic arrow. Domestic arrow. I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. This is uh, I, I think that would have made up for a play. I'm, I am remembering Joe. Joe did, uh, and I think I saw this in the chat. Joe. Joe was responsible for going to track down Jay. And I do think Iris was in the episode, but so briefly that it was just almost like a a flash. Malcolm. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like Malcolm got more time, uh, more airtime than she did. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did. He one hundred percent absolutely did. Why did they cram everybody? They, they, all right, so here's the question: They crammed mm-hmm. every single Arrow character they possibly could into the Flash episode, but they they didn't do. They only got like a few folks from uh, from Flash over on Arrow. We well, didn't see Caitlin. We didn't see Jay. We didn't see uh, Harrison. We didn't see anybody. I think it's a game of percentages. Uh, since there's like four hundred and eighty-seven thousand people on Team Arrow, uh, they had to get a higher number of Team Arrow to constitute. You know, seventy five percent of Team Arrow being on the show. <laughs> they had everybody but Laurel. Okay, ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have either of the Canaries guys. I know. Well, see, I, I, I think the problem here was is that since Flash comes on Tuesday and Arrow comes on Wednesday, they had to build up a lot of the stuff. Sure. Uh, you know, on Flash, you know, all your all your exposition, all this kind of stuff, and and then you know you have the payoff on Arrow. Uh, but at that point, you know, they're not going to bring Iris and Joe who have no powers or no real special abilities or anything other than like Joe is good at shooting at people who don't need to be shot at. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, so why are they going to bring them in danger? I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, let's talk about all the Avengers nods. Cause there were a couple of them. Uh, of course there's the, uh, the staff in general shooting blue lightning. I'm sorry. That was the Loki staff. It, it is. And then there's it, well, I mean, I, the staff of horse is a thing. I know. I'm so, not saying like, it's not, but it, that has got to be a clear nod. I, what, what solidified it overall, of course, the the line that Speedy had when they're going to the farmhouse, be like, oh, a bunch of superheroes going to a farm to hiding out in a farmhouse. I feel like I saw that in a movie. And then right, right, totally. the Avengers music soars. Dun, 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 dun. That's because we got a hawk guy, you know? I'm just saying if they're addressing <laughs> it, then I, you, it goes back and everything else seems so clear. Bell, did you pick up on the Loki uh, Avengers reference? Or am I making that uh, I, up? I, I missed the Avengers reference. I was trying to hear what she said because uh, I, I remember the, the the next thing she says like the only thing I got of that was the Indiana Jones reference. Oh yeah, well when they like, were kind she of says, she says that at one point, and so I picked up on those, but I didn't realize. I guess I just misheard what she said. I didn't, I didn't hear her say something about hiding out in a barn. Oh yeah, no, it's when they first pulled up at the very beginning of the episode. She she says a bunch of superheroes hiding out in a farmhouse. I feel like I saw that in a movie. <laughs> Bo, Bo laughed out loud at that. I did. Well, I was uh, wait. I, so that definitely happened. No, I did laugh out loud. Right. No, it was there's, good. There's no, there's no shame there. It was Look, funny. I, I, what I value about this, the show and, and these showrunners is they're very, they're on the nose and I respect them for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, they don't, they, they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like legends of tomorrow. They know what they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. iron Adam. They know what they're doing. Yeah, definitely. You definitely. know, it's, I mean, like, you know, and that, that's, although that's really close anyway. You could say the same thing about the Brogues. We, we know, we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's right. Until the gingerbread man comes along. That's good. Yeah. yeah. This is Earth 53. No, no, no. no. It's Earth 2. Earth 2 T-O-O. Earth 2. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. If you don't know what we're talking about. I forget that. That's our webcomic that we do, the brogues, thebrogues.com. Check it out. Um, All right. Do it. What else uh, from this episode? I mean, gosh, I feel like we could go on for almost hours and talk about different things. I mean, the the big one that I feel like we we have to address, of course, is that Barry makes the conscious decision uh, to go back in time. Um, something that, and it's premeditated. He has that conversation with Cisco and they kind of discuss what that would look like. Now, one thing I miss during their first initial conversation, uh, because again, we just watched the episode like right before clicking the, uh, the live, you know, go, the go live button here. Did he, did Barry originally suggest that he wanted to jump in time, jump forward in time and then come back in time? No, I don't think so. I think he was just saying, I think I'm going to time travel, but he didn't know the context of what was going to go, what was going to happen. Wait, no, I thought he was making the conscious decision to say, I, I think I should time travel. No, I didn't get are, that. Are you talking either. about when he, the first time he talks to Cisco and says, I, I ghosted. And okay. Cisco's like, and it's like, you know, that what could happen here. And he's like, I know. And it's scary or something. Okay. 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 Cause he saw himself. All right. All right. And how that could affect the future. That makes more about. sense. All right. So just the very fact that he knows that he's going to go back in time. Um, Okay. All right. So I, that, that, but, I mean, let, me let, let's bit. face it. The entire city was destroyed. His only option there was to be like, ah, everybody's dead or I go back in time and suffer some consequences. No, totally worth it. Although I got to tell you, I did not follow the whole, how the city was destroyed thing. It was the, uh, the, the explosion of the Loki pokey staff. Yeah. No, I got it. But you got to admit that was some pretty convoluted stuff. Well, the, the, what, what seemed to, um, what it mimicked was the end of flash season one, as far as like the effects and stuff um, and how that looked like. The, oh yeah. Yeah. Visually. And, yeah. And how the, a lot of the stuff that they're doing for like legends of tomorrow. So that sort of explosion uh, and that look is what was kind of like draining the energy. Also, that's what after uh Vandal Savage, when he would knife the Hawks, he would like, use the thing and be like, I'm taking your power or whatever and taking your life force. And so this was like the massive staff of Horus taking the life force of everyone. Okay. It was confusing. Yes. <laughs> yes. But the, the thing, like he took the life force. I don't think, I don't think Vandal Savage died there. I think he, no, he oh, no like, he'll he be didn't. back. He'll definitely be back. No, no, but it was, what are you talking about the first time or the second? Yeah. Time? Yeah. I'm no, he didn't. Was, he was taking all their life force with the, the staff of Horus. But why was he doing that? He didn't need to do that. Well, he doesn't need to kill anybody. I, I no, he, he does need to kill. He has to kill the hawks. But he'll live for like honestly. If he were to do that, how long would he live? He wouldn't have to do whatever you. Okay, so you his know. whole deal was he wanted to charge his batteries up more. I think it was more of a side effect and more of like this is happening and these guys are trying to fight me and this is what's going to end up happening. It was a little convoluted. To, was a I'm going to try my hardest to make sure I steal everybody's life force. All right. Well, one way or the other, of course, he does not succeed. Or well, he does succeed the first time around. Yes. Then Barry does go back in time. Um, you know, we get the whole thing that he calls it ghosting, but you know, essentially he merges with his other self. Yeah. That's confusing. Well, okay. So past, I mean, but it it makes it, it's exactly what happened before because in the weather wizard episode where he first travels back in time, uh, he does have that moment where he sees himself in the speed force or in while he's running. Right. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. He runs. He's the exact same thing happens. It was probably the exact same shot, honestly, uh, that they reused, but yeah, he sees himself and then he goes where he was going. He's like, how oh, that was kind of weird. I saw myself. Right. And then he, yeah, then he travels back. So now he knows what it's going to mean. Yeah. Okay. What I would love for them to do at some point is just randomly later this season or early next season or somewhere in there, just pepper in a ghosting moment and then not pay it off for like two yeah, years. Yeah. That would be incredible. They should. They really should do that. Well, they, I guess the only problem for is... two years? Well, no, I, not I, two years. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm getting the problem there, which is then like you erase the continuity of everything that you just saw for the last two seasons. So yeah, I, I, I get the... I'm, it, I'm realizing it as have, I'm saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, half, yeah, they, they, half, they, could, they, they couldn't do the, the payoff. They would have to do the payoff that episode or every episode that you watched after that is then null and void. Okay, so... There's this the last episode of Doctor Who that aired, right? This is not um, Doctor Who Who Rules. I know. Okay. But like they did something similar where he like it was just coming back and dying and coming back and dying and then ultimately succeeding at the goal. So I mean like that's not something that could ne- and it, but what they did is they kind of summed up 
like two million years in a time span of like ten minutes. So it's doable. No, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. So I mean, but I'm saying doing that, doing that sort of like you know, getting that payoff of that, you know, sort of immediately, I think is is definitely doable and satisfactory, as evidenced by that episode of Doctor Who. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more time travel here, though, because we've seen Barry run back in time now, mm-hmm. now twice. Yeah. Well. Yes, now twice, because even that first time, he didn't quite run back in time. He went through the singularity in order to get back in time, if I'm remembering accurately. He opened up a singularity, and uh, and they stabilized it, and he kind of walked. Well, not walked. He ran, but he ran through that in order. It, it's different. It's different then. Yes. Right? Maybe. So So the only time that we've seen him go forward wait, wait, in time. Wait. Yeah. You're saying when he went backwards in time, he went through singularity? When he went to the future past in the season finale of season one, he went through a singularity. Well then remember, cause that well, was that a whole was that time, but there was the time before that, that he went back in time. Right before that. What? Oh my God. So I'm so, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Let me, let me clear, clear the board here a second. He's gone back in time on his own. Uh, I guess naturally, if you will, twice the first time with weather wizard, the second time this episode, he's done it unnaturally, if you will, by opening a singularity with, through which, uh, Eobard stabilized, and he went through the singularity. What I'm trying to get at here is there's a difference then than what we've seen before, because what we've seen before uh, and, and even in this episode is him going back in time. That's the only time in the finale was when he actually went forward in time. He went back to the future past and then he actually returned to the present when the singularity was involved. My question is, do you think we will ever see a situation where Barry travels forward in time Um I mean, you could always argue that everything, whenever he's running fast, he is traveling forward in time. But, but you know what I'm trying to say? We're, we're, we're constantly traveling forward in time. Yeah. Well, he, again, you know what I'm trying to say? You know, Rip Hunter, <laughs> Rip Hunter, Rip Thorne. No, Rip Thorne. Not I was listening to Starkville Labs before doing this, and they threw me off because they do a whole bit about that. Uh, Rip Hunter. Mm. Rip Hunter has his time, space, travel, you know, okay. TARDIS, whatever you want to call so it. So back to Doctor Who. <laughs> okay. The guy that is playing rip hunter in this is a former companion of the doctor and now he is at this, in his at this own point TARDIS. at this point haven't there been enough doctors and companions that pretty much everybody's been one at this point I fun think fact bell was I a did, companion yeah. back like 20 years ago right? fun fact yeah um john barrowman was also a companion of the doctor and so yes and then so is also the mother of laurel and Farrell. there you go there you go. Okay. Doctor Who all the time. <laughs> Doctor Who deep. Talk. I, I've tried to get into Doctor <laughs> Who and I just can't. You gotta, you gotta do it. I, I know. I've tried. Stop. I've, tr- I've tried. <laughs> we'll have this discussion later. Oh my gosh. All right. So, um, but okay. So, but here's here's what I kind of wanted to ask because you know based on what we've seen from the previews for Legends of Tomorrow, we've seen glimpses of the past as they've traveled back in time. But I feel like we've also seen glimpses of the future in the sense yes. that we've gotten these kind of spaceships and lasers and everything else. Yes. Therefore, I, I'm thinking that what's going to be special about Rip Hunter, uh, and also what is is in similarity to what we've seen before with kind of the sing- with the singularity and then also the time bubble thing that uh, Eobard was using. You can travel to the future. But it's unnatural. Like it requires a mechanics. It requires machinery in order to travel to the future. I think that a lot of times with DC stuff, that is the case. And so I'm thinking that's that's kind of the what we're gonna see. I don't, that's I don't probably think we'll what ever see. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever see Barry leave the present and run to the future. What do you think, Bell? Uh, yeah, probably not. I mean, Barry knowing things from the future, which is what he knows when he comes back from the past, but he's not traveling into the future, right? It's just time is, 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 is continuing as normal. And then he goes back. And so now he has future knowledge. If he were to like run to the future, see, cause, cause it's just like how we got the media, right? He runs to the thing and comes back. Technically he could mm. run into the future and come back into the past at the same time and be like, no, 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 we can't do what we're going to do. All of us are going to die. And I just think it breaks the narrative if he's able to do that. So I don't think he's going to be able to go into the, or he, I don't think he will. He may be able to, but I don't think he will go into the future to like, you know, see how events pan out or something like right, that. Right, right. Wibbly, wobbly, timey-wimey. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, look, uh, like I said, there's so much that happened in the course of these two episodes that, that we could probably talk another hour. And uh, you know what? That's why people should tune into Arrow TV Talk, because I'm sure that you, Hunter Camp, and uh, Justin Vactor will be doing some excellent talking through these episodes. And, of, of course, you guys are invited. It's a, it's a Saturday morning thing, but still – 
Um, you guys are invited for that, and listeners are also invited to listen. Yeah, absolutely. You can find the links, course, at aerotvtalk.com there. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. Let's jump into some listener feedback. We got... Um, Bell, we've got a uh, iTunes review in, review in from the man in yellow. It's man in yellow four twenty one. Yeah. What did they say, Bell? They say I've always loved the Flash. Now I have a TV show in this, and also this podcast. It's a very odd show, and my favorite part is when they talk about the different alternate universes. Very unique show, and I'm happy I found fans of the Flash TV show to do a podcast about it. Thank um, you, man in yellow. It's it's kind of weird thanking the man in yellow. But uh. <laughs> I know, I know. But you know what? I, I could I could go for a little bit more man in yellow. Hopefully uh, in the in the future, we'll get some more man in yellow. But great, great feedback. Yeah. Love getting that. And, you know, we've uh, we've got this wonderful thing going on right now. If you have not done so already, head over to iTunes and write us a review. I believe we're five away from giving away another digital comic. This is what you got to do. So go over to iTunes, write us a review, and uh, every single time we get a multiple of 10, we give away a free digital comic. We will be doing it for you. Looking for those four- and five-star reviews. Uh, also, a lot of you have been sending in your uh, emails and your Facebook messages and uh, all kinds of stuff with all kinds of great theories. I do want to mention this. Uh, you know, on Facebook, we love doing kind of discussions in, in, in the comments section of, of posts and that sort of thing, and we want to encourage that. Uh, however, Sending us messages on the Facebook page is not the best way to get us your your thoughts or your theories or your feedback, uh, mostly because I don't have the a way to, you know, Mark is unread, which means when I go back in time to try to gather up all, you know, those, those kind of things. Uh, I, I ultimately end up forgetting about it. So if you've got if you've got feedback, rather than sending it to us through the Facebook page, probably a better way to do it is something like Twitter, where of course you can follow us at Flash TV Talk. Or if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podesteri.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. But we do want to encourage you to use the Facebook page for things like daily discussions and all things Flash. Uh, Facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. And if you like this show, check out our parent show, Panel to Screen, but this week we're going to talk about some Civil War. All right, man. We've got so many great, great things on the horizon, and not just this new episode of Panel to Screen. We also have announced on Twitter and here that we have got Legends TV Talk, a new podcast coming out. It is going to be a legendary team-up of podcasters, legendary and otherwise, including myself, Mr. Matthew Bell, Mr. Hunter Camp, Mr. Justin Vactor, Mr. Derek Russell, Mr. Steve Glosson, Mr. Tim Gannon, Mr. Frank Ramblings. That's right. Supergirl TV Talk, Arrow TV Talk, Flash TV Talk, Starkville Labs, Starkville House of L. We're all coming together in one legendary podcast to be looking at legendary Legends TV Talk for Legends of Tomorrow. So check that out, legendstvtalk.com. You can also find the link at dctvtalk.com. Uh, you can find links to all of our shows there. We encourage you to check those out. Be on the lookout for once that podcast comes out with that miniseries. Until next time, guys, we'll be back in a flash. Can we talk really quickly about the fact that that trickster freaking trick trailer commercial oh, thing? That was so awesome, dude! Yeah, oh, that is great. So, so next week's going to be awesome because I'm going to get two doses of Mark Hamill. On Tuesday, I get the trickster again, and then on Thursday, I get Star Wars. No, no, no! Star Wars is the next week. No, Star Wars is next week, right? No, it's not. No, it's, not no, it's the week after that. Ah, oh, poor Bell. <laughs> Damn, that's <laughs> not as ruined. Why? Oh, I want to wait two weeks. All right, no, let's think about this. No, no, in that case, you get Trickster one week, and then you get Star Wars the next week. So it's two weeks worth of Mark Hamill. Right. And then um, let me think about this. So that will also, by the way, I think that'll be our uh, Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call and extravaganza. Well, it should be because that's the Christmas episode for the year. Right. So, well, no, no, no. We'll do an episode that is that episode, and then we'll do a separate episode, which is the call-in show. Well, sure, yes. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's around that same episode. It's around right? the same. Yeah, I mean, I, well, this is around that episode. Yeah, because the call-in show is. I mean, it's the idea is that people can call in. We'll talk about whatever they want to talk about. It doesn't have to be that one episode. It can be 
you know, they think that Cisco is Zoom. Which why is nobody? That would be such a good point. Nobody has made that act, you know, made that uh, theory yet. Actually, I was thinking about it. What if Cisco was the test subject through which they used yeah. Velocity Six yeah. and became the Zoom? I mean, that, that would make sense, sort of, with if you already had vibe powers on the other one too. Yeah, it doesn't make of, like, sense. They could, they could get the vibe powers, whatever those do, and that makes them look sort of ghosty. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, no, with Speed Force combined. I mean, sure, You're both why insane. not? No, not at all. But yeah, no, absolutely. Why not? Actually, Thea, Thea is Zoom. Thea that is so Zoom. perfect. Hashtag yeah, that works so much better. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.